of faith. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Film Optics, brought to you by the Drive-In Podcast Network, where we discuss film, TV, and everything pop culture-related. I stuttered there for a second. And today, we're going to review the latest Pixar film, Luca. I'm your host, Christian, and I'm joined by my wonderful co-host and a good friend of mine, Devin. Happy Wednesday, my dude. Uh, (laughs) I just... I just got really sad because I was going to say hello in Italian, but realized I don't even know how to. That's uh, uh, to Google. To Google it is. Silencio Bruno. What's wrong with you? It's stupid. No? <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, it's, ch- it's Chow, of course. Chow. Yeah. We're, we're, we're stupid. I've, I chow. felt Chow. I felt like it was Chow. And I know we sound really. My, my ancestors are just turning in their graves. <laughs> Of course they are. You don't like Alfredo sauce. Like, it's, come on, it's, it's unnatural for them. It's so good. So Alfredo sauce on a nice pizza. Ah, good stuff. Not not every pizza, but there's specific ones where I'll definitely take it. But I don't know, man. I, yeah, I, I think your ancestors are. It's it's just weird. Like what what is it about Alfredo sauce that makes you just want to turn your head? Like, I don't know. I don't, I don't like mac and way. cheese either. You don't just, like mac and cheese? Like, no. What, Devin? There's just something about it. Why just, am I now just hearing this about? I can't do it. I just, it's just my, it's my hot food take. Um, I don't really have any hot food takes. I guess I'm not super like crazy about like guac at all because I just don't like the texture, but mm-hmm. I feel like there's a lot of people who are like that. So <clears throat> I don't know, man, but I mean, come on the whole, uh, Disappointing me. Like we're talking about Luca, you were supposed to be in the mood. Oh, I'm in the mood. They had some good <laughs> pasta in that movie. They really did. They really, really did. No sauce needed. That's how good it is. <sighs> so, well, you like marinara sauce though, or just sauce, but not Alfredo sauce. Like not even on pasta. No, chicken Alfredo is probably my favorite dish. Chicken Parmesan is my favorite dish. Chicken Parm is very, very good. Um, everyone loves lasagna. I'm trying to think if there's any other like quote unquote Italian foods that I'm really into, but I can't really think right now. I mean, I guess you can name like penne pasta, whatever, whatever, but I'm, I need like a good like cuisine, like a good dish. You know what I mean? Get get it all. Pasta fagioli. Pasta <laughs> fagioli. Uh, but yes, uh, as we said, uh, we are going to be reviewing uh, Luca that it will be hitting as of this recording. It will be on Disney plus already. For so, free. For free. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> for whatever reason, Pixar is not good enough for the silver screen, apparently, because we've seen this with Soul uh, dropped on Christmas Day. A nice, well, I gave Soul a pass because it yeah, was. Soul made sense. Well, it was, you know, during, we're still in a pandemic for those of you who haven't forgotten, but it made sense during, you know, because it had been a long, rough year for a lot of people. And, you know, Disney being the, the kind hearted, you know, corporation that they are decided to, you know, release soul free of charge on Disney plus, but I didn't think they're going to do it for this film. I didn't think this film was ever going to make it to Disney plus. If it did, it might've been like a premiere plus access, but here we are. But 
Uh, before we begin today's show, you can listen to this podcast on platforms around the internet and make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Film Optics. That is Optics with an X for all of our latest announcements out there. Man, Optics with an X. I don't know. It's got a nice little ring to it. It gets a little wordy sometimes, but I, I think it works. But anyway, um, so we're actually, we're not going to be doing a lot of news today. We're just going to be talking about one news story, which kind of covers into uh, Luca. And really quick, before we actually get into the review itself, earlier today, we found out that Disney Plus shifts its original series to Wednesday releases instead of Friday release. Um, due to the success of Loki. And I wanted to get Devin's thoughts about this at first, uh, then I'll go. Just because some some people think, uh, say, or appear that they are for this, but um, I, I, feel, I feel like Devin, Devin feels a little different about this. Um, I don't know. I just <laughs> thought it was, it was weird at first. Mm-hmm. It's just, you don't really think of Wednesdays as a big premiere day. Yeah. I was thinking like, Marvel Mondays. How cool could that be? That would be pretty cool. For for Marvel shows only or for new yeah. series altogether? They could have Marvel Mondays. I like that. I actually do like that. Honestly, I, I was for this because I'm very, very tired of... I mean, yeah, it's Friday. You know, it's the end of the week. Yes, we want new content. But at the same time, there's a lot of other TV shows. Not even TV shows. Just There's a lot of films that come out on Fridays between and yeah, that's, that's the biggest factor in their decision is that movies are pretty much back now. They don't really want to compete with big movies. And I guess it, it feels more natural to have the, to have series drop on during the week because I believe, Oh my gosh. I mean, so what HBO used to do Sunday nights, right? Sunday nights make sense because who's really out and about on a Sunday you know, evening. We've seen it with Game of Thrones, we've seen it with the Sopranos, uh, his dark materials when I was watching it, uh, that also premiered on a Sunday. So it made sense. You know, it's kind of like the last thing of the day before you do, before you get into the new work week. And I'm like, okay, that makes 100% like sense. 100%. For some reason, I mean, it is going to be a weird shift because we are so used to having these, you know, with the Mandalorian season one and season two, and then with WandaVision, and Falcon Winter Soldier, you know, it, it was like that one thing at the end of the week we we're all looking forward to. But like we said, you know, and like Devin just said, you know, they feel like maybe that movies are back, possibly. But I'm, think, I'm thinking we're back. We're back, baby. There we go. I hit it like one too many times. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm just I'm not sure. I, I think it's a good move. It is. It is weird, especially after just like two episodes in of Loki, but it makes sense at the same time. You know, you have the move, you have the TV series running towards a week, and then you know Fridays are for like for the big movies, especially Black Widow. And actually, I think they, I think they did that for Black Widow, and you know for other movies that they probably haven't announced yet, where it's like, okay, we don't want Loki running into Black Widow through July, but I think. Yeah, Loki will still be running on through July seventh is when Black Widow comes out. Finally, <laughs> somewhere somewhere around there. Yeah, tickets went on sale, so I can't actually get my ticket yet because AMC <clears throat> like messed up my account, and they're like, "Oh, you have to wait." Like I have to wait like at least four or five more days until I can like reactivate my subscription again. So I'm like, I mean, I could just like you know bite the bullet 
and you know sp- spend the extra cash out and i'm like or i can just wait <laughs> yeah Pay the 20 bucks and you know gra- uh, snag the next seat that i can so i don't know did you get your ticket yet no no okay that's what i figured i wasn't sure yeah because i think tickets went on sale a few days ago i think yeah i don't think theaters are going to be selling out no. <laughs> that's like the one thing but then again and like it, it's not like this is a new movie like this is a new marvel movie but it's like a prequel in a way to black widow i and i'm glad that we're getting it i wish we would have gotten it sooner but better late than never and i think right now is the perfect time like 100 percent. so yeah <laughs> so that's pretty much our news segment for today <laughs> I, I actually have one one piece of news to add in here Ooh, do tell this past weekend, on Sunday, Sunday evening, it was late Sunday, I beat The Last of Us. Did you really? Oh, oh yeah. wait, 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 wait. We need the real applause. There we go. Classy. Classy, Classy. applause there. Yeah. There you go. Tevin, Tevin, give me your thoughts. Give me your I, thoughts. I really, I really enjoyed it. I okay. mean, I feel like... I missed like the huge hype train that it had originally. Yeah. Like, it's hard to come in this late and, and feel all the hype that it had, but mm. it was definitely very good. Feels like Joel, uh, Joel's a bit selfish <laughs> at the end. You should play last of us part two. And oh, yeah, I bet, that, I bet there's more <laughs> answers in there. There definitely it it's, it is like when I say my favorite narrative, okay, but it's between bio, not Bioshock. I'm sorry, not Bioware. My gosh, um, it's it's Mass Effect itself. The story is so freaking amazing. Like best space opera ever. Honestly, I I think the story is ten times better than Star Wars. One hundred percent. I absolutely love it. Um, Last of Us Part, like the Last of Us series so far. Like those are like my top two like narrative driven storytelling games. I absolutely love. Um, but yeah, I would definitely pick up part two because I mean, I, I'm sure as you know, you know, there's been a lot of duality uh, in, in this game, you know, it's been split down the middle, but um, I, I really did enjoy it. And I, I think it, it flows in perfectly with uh with the first game, but yeah, congratulations, Devin. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's always a good feeling beating a, beating a game it's a great accomplishment yeah sense of accomplishment it really is i'm almost there with ratchet and clank ripped apart i'm trying to uh platinum it but i think right now i'm just going to focus on beating the game um i'm i'm at like the final boss <laughs> so I got to beat it before iCarly comes out. The revival <laughs> tomorrow. I got to beat it tonight. Like this has to yeah. happen. <laughs> this needs to happen. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So anyway, uh, let's, let's uh, just dive straight, straight on into the review. You know, we got our vocals warmed up, you know, we're, we're getting the banter flowing back and forth here. So let's just dive straight. in. of course we're going to do a non-spoiler section first for the folks at home who haven't seen it again it is on disney plus free of charge as of this recording um it will be out because we didn't want to release luca and uh loki episode two on the same day very similar titles yeah loki luca 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 loki loki luca 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 islands luca luca loki uh, yeah, so it's <clears throat> we wanted to kind of spread it out a little bit because I mean it'll be up 
bright and early for you guys out there. But um, once you hear this little bad boy, that means that we'll go into spoiler reviews, uh, but we'll let you guys know then. So let me dive straight into the story here, and then we'll get into our initial reactions on the Italian Riviera. And unlike, okay, let me start over. That was really bad. It's a me. <laughs> it's a me, Mario. On the Italian Riviera, <laughs> an unlikely but strong friendship grows between a human uh, being and a sea monster disguised as a human. That's like the closest synopsis I can find. Uh, the director, It's weird that they only talk about water. that relationship. Yeah. Yeah, it's the strong yeah, between the human yeah and the sea. Yeah, that is true. It's very they just leave they just leave uh they leave our, our Al- boy Alberto. Alberto out of the equation. That's how he felt in the movie too. Yeah. I <laughs> it's like <laughs> maybe maybe he was imaginary the whole time. Maybe. I mean <laughs> we'll we'll get into it. I didn't want to I didn't I almost spilled the beans there. But uh this is directed by Enrico uh Casarora. Uh, Casa Rosa, excuse me, writers Jesse Andrews and Mike Jones, and cast Jacob Tremblay. Our boy is back. The boy, the boy wonder. Yeah, boy wonder himself, and Jack Dylan Grazer, along with a few others. Um, and we have Maya Rudolph, who uh, plays the mother. And in every movie ever, every every movie. Have you seen the movie Away We Go with her and drunk drunk Kaczynski? No, you haven't seen it. It's really, really good. It's it's more of like a smaller indie film, but it's really funny. <clears throat> Definitely have to. Uh, I, th- I think it's on my video account. I can't remember the last time I actually logged into it. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. I mean, we we've been watching movies and stuff left and right, playing games, just living life <laughs> to the full. We also got uh, Sasha Baron Cohen and Jim Gaffigan in the in the cast here. Some comedy legends. Yeah, some. I I did not know he was in this movie. This this movie has a lot of like shadow drop like actors and actresses in it because I didn't even realize. I'm like, oh, that seems pretty cool. But of course, uh, the release date is on this June 18th, which is the day of this recording. Uh, so when you guys are listening, like I said, it's already out. Go watch. Go watch it, and then come back. And then listen to the rest of our review if you want to. <laughs> so, Devin, um, actually, let me go. I, I, I want to go first this this time around, just to just to mix it up a bit. I feel like we've been in a bit of a rut here, and like, actually, it looks like someone just retweeted one of my 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 initial thoughts because um, we saw the movie early. We uh, and oh, of course, uh, thank you to uh, Disney Plus, our our. Um, our, our overlords for <laughs> letting us watch this early, but, uh, but no, seriously, thank you for letting us uh, watch this so we can uh, review it early for all the uh, wonderful uh, listeners and uh, movie Pixar lovers out there. Um, but so there wasn't a social media embargo on this movie, which I found was actually kind of nice. So you can kind of just tell your initial thoughts. So what I pretty much said was Luca is a must see. And that it reminds me a lot of Ponyo, uh, the studio Ghibli film. <clears throat> if you haven't seen it, Devin, it is, it's, it's really, really good. Um, and it has like just a splash of like the little mermaid on the side. Um, uh, I found that it was a very heartwarming story, uh, you know, affecting and kinetic. Got to use those power words in that. Oh tweet, yeah. Right? Yeah. Gotta, synergy. Gotta, <laughs> synergy. Got, you got to make yourself sound like, like, yeah, like I, I, I have a very huge vocabulary and then everyone's just like, all right, I need another, I need another word for uh, what's a, what's a noun? What's a verb for this? <laughs> um, and I, I also said that he, uh, that 
Uh, what really actually drags it down for me is that this would have been uh, the perfect theater uh, summer blockbuster movie alongside In the Heights because both of these movies are just... What a, what a combo that would have been. I know, right? It would have been insane. But those are like my first initial reactions uh, of Luca. Dev, I wanted to pass it over to you. Let people know what you're thinking. It's, it's tough because Pixar has just an impossible task of trying to live up to the expectations because they are just, they're so good at what they do. And every movie just heightens, heightens expectations people have. So I think Luca was really good. It might not be at the top of for Pixar, which is, I mean, it's just tough because they're the best at what they do. So, mm. so even saying like it's in the middle of the pack for Pixar movie, it's still really good. Yeah. Like I enjoyed it a lot. I just love the setting, the colors, all of it. Like I love their accents. I want to learn Italian after this. Like the I, language sounds so cool. Told <laughs> Devin, I'm, sh- I'm sure you have a wealth <laughs> of relatives. We, we got Chow, <laughs> Chow down. You have a wealth of relatives that'll be able to <laughs> to set you on the right path. And it's I, like, have I love how they stuff. roll. They roll their R's. It's like it's kind of like. A, a chill version of Spanish, like like more laid back version of Spanish. Yeah, it's like Silencio Bruno, or you know, you get the <laughs> yeah, how do you, you get the the hand motion going? <laughs> Silencio Bruno. Yeah, and what's wrong with you, a stupido? Uh, a stupido, stupido. <laughs> yeah, it it is very. Um, <laughs> I I did love this movie, and I I feel like it is more um, middle of the pack and. And it's not, it, it, it feels, it's a lot more smaller scale. And I keep going yeah. back to Ponyo because it reminds me so much of Ponyo. Um, because Ponyo is a smaller scale story. It is a tale between two friends, even though with Luca, it's a tale between, you know, two boys and a girl or two, two sea monsters and a girl. Um, but if you haven't seen Ponyo, I believe it is on HBO Max still. Uh, don't quote me on that, but definitely go check because... Out of all the streaming services, HBO Max is the one that loves to shift stuff around. But um, yeah, definitely uh, watch it if you have it. Um, I think the DVD, I mean, the, I mean, DVD Blu-ray is like pretty cheap as well. But if you can find it online for free, that's your business. Um, but yeah, it definitely, uh, Luca felt yeah. more. It's very small, like, yeah. like the scale of everything. It's just on one island and then one small, like. <laughs> port city i guess you can call it yeah it's also like it's really short which i actually kind of like it's like under hour and a half mm-hmm. and like I, the runtime yeah yeah i almost forgot about yeah the runtime it just it felt like the pacing was there you know like the, you you have you have uh luca and uh alberto their, their dream is to get a vespa right and it's like you know they, they just want they want to ride the countryside and you know we'll we'll get into more of you know on the spoiler section but you know, you, you see that throughout the film and it's just, you, you really see the bond between just, just the friendship and, you know, their, their, their little dream, like we've seen in, um, in the Heights. I think there's a lot of duality there, um, between the themes of both of the movies, both done very, very well. Um, and both so colorful. Yeah. Oh my God. Dude, the, the vibe, the vibrant colors of Luca, it really reminded me of Destiny Islands from Kingdom Hearts. Like you're not on King, like on Destiny Island all that much, but like when you're first starting out the game, it's just like, you know, you have the clear water, you know, like the lush skies and 
um, you know, the, the foliage and everything. And it's like, you, you feel like you never want to leave. And it's, it, and it's, it really is a smaller part of a larger world. And honestly, I, I feel like we might be able, I really hope we actually get a, a sequel with this. Like I'm like dead serious because I feel like they could go somewhere with it if they told the story right. Uh, I just don't know where they would go. Yeah. It's that, just, it ended so perfectly. It's, it did. It, 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 it hit me in the feels as well. Like I, I was, was, I was actually like throughout, <laughs> throughout the, the first like half or so of the movie, I was just, I was kind of not feeling it like completely. And then when it, when it gets to the ending, like classic Pixar faction, it just, it brings it all together. So perfectly. It, it, it just, it just all comes together. Yeah. Um, it feels like this movie has, you know, two parts, you know, the first part when, when they're on the small little island and then, you know, they, they venture into the big grand city and that's kind of like, you know, where everything happens and whatnot. So I really feel like that is, that's something that, you know, they, they, they did really well, you know, it was kind of like part one. Okay. You know, you have Luca and Albert on the island and they move over and like, that's where they really started to cause the trouble. And I did think like the first, like first short part, like in the actual uh, sea or ocean, it was just kind of weird. It's just like, for like watching Finding Nemo. That's all I could think of. That's yeah. I mean, hey, same studio. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I definitely, I, I, I like it how they didn't spend too much time. Yeah. I was getting and, worried as it was in the water. I was like, okay, can we, uh, can we get to the adventure here? Yeah, <laughs> for sure. For sure. But yeah, overall, man, I, you know, I had a great time with, you know, I, I have a few issues uh, with the storyline, but um, you know, we'll, like I say, we'll get into that when we get into the spoilers, but um, overall it was, it's, it's good. I think people should see it. Honestly, even if this was $30 on, um, on Disney plus, I would say go see it. Cause it is a great, great film. I believe um, Ryan, the last dragon just became free for everyone. So if you wait long enough, usually, you know, you don't have to pay, but you kind of, that'd be a good double feature. Yeah, actually, that would be a really good double feature. That, that's a good point. I like that. Yeah, Ryan the Last Dragon. And, well, Ryan is not Pixar. It's just Disney and yeah. Studios. Yeah. And then we have uh, Luca. So And then, and then Soul rounded out. Yeah. The big three. <laughs> the, the, only, the only three <laughs> movies that have dropped on Disney Plus animated that or animated or live action. That are worth seeing right now. Okay, no, actually, I'm sorry. I have to throw Corella in there because that was a treat for sure. Throw Corella in there for good measure. That one probably do on a separate day because that is like two hours and like 20, <coughs> 30 minutes. But uh, was there anything else you wanted to, you know, uh, drop your thoughts on before we uh, head on into our spoiler section? Let's get into it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here first. Spoiler section coming at you. So if you haven't seen the movie, Turn back now, go watch it, and come back to us and hear our thoughts about everything that happened. So, Devin, we never meet Alberto's dad. Ever. I, what, what was that? Uh, <laughs> I wasn't, I didn't really catch what they were going for with that. He just kind of left them and. Yeah, that was, that was my number one issue. Yeah. They didn't, um, they didn't give Alberto any love. Alberto. It's so Alberto. fun to say. <laughs> Alberto. It just like naturally rolls. He was a little sniving kid. He was like, oh, yeah. He's like, I know everything. But yes, like, I know course. everything. Yeah. And then, you know, Luca calls him out and he's like, 
Hey, he's like, Hey, what's, the, what's those, uh, <laughs> sardines. <laughs> Where's the things in the sky at night? And it's like, she's like, Oh, they're big. They're balls of gas billions of miles away. And then <laughs> Alberto's like, no, it's, it's sardines. He's like, Luca's like, Oh my God, you know everything. But like, obviously you can tell that Luca is younger than Alberto. And it's like, you know, Alberto's been on his law and his own for God. Because Jacob, Jacob Chapley's younger than Jacqueline Grazer. Yeah. 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 Jacqueline Gra- He was in um uh Shazam, right? Yeah. 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 I, I thought that was perfect casting. And both it movies. And both it movies. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Uh who played um the female counterpart? Emma Berman. Emma as- Berman. Julia. Julia. I loved. I actually I liked Julia. She was She was amazing. I loved her little uh her little Italian euphemisms that she would throw in there. <laughs> oh, <it's- laughs> I keep throwing them. <laughs> you have to. You have to. She's just like, uh, I I really did enjoy her character. She didn't feel very um like pushed to the side. Like she was obs- like her and her father were both part of the story. The dad was amazing. Yeah. I love how he had to lift up his bushy eyebrows whenever he had to look at somebody. <laughs> his, his tiny eyes come out. You're like, Oh, hello. Yeah. And I didn't realize he only had one arm. Yeah. I love how natural that they made it. Yeah. Cause that's, that's the whole message of the movie is just make people feel welcome no matter yeah. what, how different they are. Some people were, I was seeing some people on on Twitter were saying that it's kind of like a euphemism for like sexuality. And I was like, oh, I didn't, I didn't think yeah, of it that way. I, I was thinking of that in the, uh, one, cause it's like, and the other issue I had with it, because Lucas parents had, you know, such an issue with him, you know, going to the surface world. And it's like, don't go to the, you know, the, the human world, don't go to the surface world. Like, you know, it's nothing but, you know bad whatever dangerous things but they never really delve into as to why it was so quote-unquote dangerous well it, it makes sense because it's a it's like a fish hunting city or like a fish hunting yeah, town that's true. i mean yeah like i thought about that i guess i guess i was looking for more of like a deeper meaning but as for the parents but- specifically i think I think it, they said they had never gone to the surface. The parents hadn't. The grandma <laughs> the grandma had. grandma's did. been up there a few times. <laughs> the grandma's been living it up on the surface it, world. That's, that's kind of like a thing in, in, that happens in life. Like some parents are just too overbearing. They don't let their kids mm-hmm. have experiences and it comes back to haunt them later Yeah, because they're too sheltered. Yeah, I've actually known. Yeah, I've, I've known a few people throughout my life um, growing up definitely like that. Um, and like, you kind of just see, and it's like, wow. And then you kind of, you know, like in that situation, like I felt like I was Alberto. It's like, oh, but obviously, you know, like my parents are still here and it's like up and ditch away for whatever reason. But it's, it's more of, you know, you you have the kid who's, you know, been told, you know, X, Y, and Z your entire life, you know, and, you know, just, just do what you're told and, you know, like you'll, you'll be fine. You'll be safe because that was Luca's parents. Number one goal was to keep him safe. And I can understand, you know, yeah, like, oh, fish monsters are afraid of humans, vice versa. Um, because, you know, as as we know, you know, Luca goes up to the surface world and he just he just has a ball. But I really like how they are, you know, when, when it comes to their, I guess, disguise, it kind of just happens, like, out of nowhere, which is actually kind of cool. Like, like at first I was like, are they going to explain why? They can kind of control it, though. 
Yeah. Because like, at the end they were just staying as their monster form. Yeah. Which is which is pretty cool. And then you <laughs> you have the two old ladies throughout the film who end up being sea monsters. Yeah. I was like Secret Sea Monsters. <laughs> and then Julia's dad. Julia's dad knew. Like yeah. he, he's been hanging out with the sea monsters. He, he's been kicking it back with them for a while there. So I, I thought he was, he was cool. awesome. He was really. I, I, who was that? Sasha Baron Cohen? No, so I think Sasha Baron Cohen was the creepy uncle <laughs> the, from the from the deep that kept trying to get him to go with him. His heart. Whale, whale carcass. <laughs> I love whale carcass. He was. I, I love it how they kind of brought someone from the deep, where it's like, oh, I don't want to go to the deep. You know, it's. It's cold and you know, it's, it's weird that they'd rather. Isn't the deep also dangerous? Like, yeah, very dangerous. It's weird that they're sitting, want to send him <laughs> there instead of. I forgot the percentage, the but there's like a certain percentage of like of the ocean, like in the world that like hasn't like been explored like at all. And yeah, that is creepy, but like fascinating to think of at the same time. Like, it's just you don't know what the heck is down there. And what did you think of the uh, our bad guy here? Big, big Gary Oak slash red vibes for this one. <laughs> I he's, actually, like, he's like Gary Oak, but not redeemable in, in any way. <laughs> Gary Oak with a Vespa. Who who was? Yeah, he was way worse. Like Gary Oak from Pokemon was just he he was built to be this this rival for Ash. And always got on, you know, Ash was always, like, underneath them. And there were, like, times. I think there was one passing time where, like, I think Ash had to use the bathroom or something. <clears throat> Excuse me. And he's about to open up the door. And then Gary just whams the door right open. And he just walks out. But, like, I don't even think Ash knew who it was. And it's just, like, that's just the Ash and Gary relationship. Yeah. I don't think Gary, I don't <laughs> think Gary ever tried to kill Ash. So he's definitely a little better than, than this guy. What was oh, his yeah. name? Hercule. Yeah. Yeah, like Gary, Gary, Gary is like a dick, but this dude was just like a straight up bully. Like he's he just was, like a, <laughs> a demon, literally. And like he was older than all these other kids. Yeah, trying to- I'm, I'm 16. <laughs> this year I am again. <laughs> he was like, aren't she? Was like, aren't you a little old to be in this race? You have all these like <laughs> five, six year olds, like maybe even eight years old. But yeah, he was um, the the villain, quote unquote, the villain. Um, I I like it how it was kind of like a mixture of like the townspeople and him, and just I guess you can <clears throat> kind of throw Lucas' parents into it a little bit, but not like as like you know we're here to like harm you. But yeah, he was just like he was just an ass. I'm sorry, yeah. pardon my French, but like he was just. He was, oh my gosh, no all redeeming out him. Like, yeah, no redeeming qualities whatsoever. He was just kind of like the spoiled rich kid, like, you know, assuming that he gets everything that he wants. And, you know, uh, Julia calls him out. She's like, hey, like, people don't like you. Like, they're afraid of you. And that's why they agree with everything that you say. And he has his little, you know, his, his little squad, his, his little uh, <laughs> Italian posse. <laughs> With his friends just doing whatever that, that they say. But I, I liked him as a villain because he was just like a bratty, like 16-year-old kid. Yeah, everyone knows someone like that. <laughs> everyone knows that guy. <laughs> well, <laughs> what was it that Dan Cook said a while? Like in one of his stand-ups. Oh, Dan was, Cook. What a throwback. <laughs> he was like, everybody, everyone has like a Brian in their life. <laughs> like, oh, freaking Brian's coming. <laughs> Man, classic, classic. (laughs) 
but yeah, that, um, yeah, I really did um, enjoy just the the villainy side, and you know, it, it was more of just you know these kids had these dreams. You know, Julia wanted to, you know, uh, it's kind of like a triathlon kind of race with with the eating and then the swimming and um, the cycling, which I thought was really cool because they showed you know the strengths and weaknesses of both you know land and sea, like. You know, you you had Luca and and Alberto talking about, you know, oh my gosh, like this is how humans swim. Like, oh, it's so embarrassing. But then they can't ride a bike to save their life. <laughs> can barely so, walk. Can barely walk. Yeah, yeah. I, I like that. I like that as well. Um, and then like their little phantom tail thing that they kind of like explains, where uh, Luca's like, oh, he's like, oh, my tail's gone. He's like, but I can feel still. I can still feel that it's there. And then like kind of it was kind of just like a passing line just to kind of move the plot forward. It's like, oh yeah, that's Phantom Tail, you'll get used to it. It's like, oh, cool. But I don't know. Any other thoughts? I'm sorry, I've been rambling on for a while. <laughs> I also love the uh the school angle that they threw in, just showing how much Luca really loved learning. Yeah, I like that. Too. He wanted to go to school really badly, despite Alberto saying how dumb it is. <laughs> It's just it's just little things like that that make Pixar the best of what they do. They yeah. just throw in these life lessons. Yeah, and you really see the, the connection. I guess you wouldn't really say it's like a love story or whatever, but it it is more of a. There might have been more of a little bit more of like a mutual attraction there, but um, you know, you you see that you know Luca wants to. He's he's been in the ocean his whole life. I know this sounds exactly like Little Mermaid, but like it's it's very very true, and even with Ponyo, it's I mean, there's like the the theme and like the aesthetics and everything. It definitely reminded me of it, but there is more of there there is a lot of similarities actually, but I won't get into that. Um, <laughs> I was just thinking too uh, too much into it, but uh, yeah, I really like how how Luca explains how you know he's. You know, he finds out like, oh, like there's space, like, oh, like what's in space? Like, oh, we live in a solar system and, you know, there's these galaxies and this entire universe. And it's like his world is so small. It's like his brain couldn't even comprehend what was going on because all he's known is like life under the sea. So, yeah, it's, it's also kind of a big, uh, big, uh, like analogy for just going off to college. Yeah. A great parents, coming of age. A lot story. of parents don't, don't want their kids to go off. And then when the kids do, they realize how much they've been missing and how much culture and, and stuff they've had to learn. Yeah, it, it really is the, uh, you know, the, the kids are, you know, like kids start to become, I guess, more self-aware of like, hey, you know, like th- this, you know, this part of your life has been it's, it's been a big, you know, your your childhood has been like such a big part of your life. And you can't really imagine yourself being anywhere else because that's all you've known. And then, like, yeah, you're in a bubble. Yeah, it literally, yeah. <laughs> and it takes like one, like, like experience, like whether it's intentional or not to kind of like push you in that direction. It's like, Hey, you know, like it's okay to leave home, but you know, like everyone always ends up coming back at some point or another. Cause you know, it's, it's all about curiosity. There, there's so many different like themes that you can kind of throw in or kind of, uh, euphemisms, I guess you could say. Yeah. Yeah, we so, got we got to talk about that ending. Definitely teared up. They got me again. Pixar again, man. I was oh, Luca goes on the, on that train. Yeah. It was it it sucks. It's like you see Alberto. He was so jealous of you know everything that you know Luca was learning from Julia and 
and it's it it felt like you know Alberto was like kind of out of place and but it it sucks because it's like you know uh, Alberto you could you could tell that Alberto wanted to go with them but it's like it, I felt like he he thought that it was like too late for him and it's like Luca is younger and you know Luca expressed all this interest and learning and whatnot and. You know, and Alberto's like, oh, like, who's ever going to, like, you know, accept you for who you are? You know, you're a sea monster. They're going to find out eventually. And it was kind of like Alberto was, like, guilting Luca into kind of, like, staying with him because Alberto didn't really have anyone else. So, but, yeah, it it killed me because it's like you see Luca, you know, you know, helps Julian get on the plane. I mean, on the plane. (laughs) I got off the plane. Um, (laughs) uh, Get uh, get on to to the train. (laughs) And you see that, did you catch like the wink between uh, Alberto and um, Julia? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, like what's going to happen? I didn't really know. I was like, okay, he's probably going to go with them. Like, you know, it it, it can be predictable at times, but it still, it still kills you. But, um, I also love. I think it was the grandma who who mentioned. <laughs> he was, she was like, um, I think she grandma. said, not not everyone is going to accept him, but he's going to find people that will. Yeah, like yes. that. That's definitely a big, yes. a big one there. Yes. Oh, that 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 is a great point, Devin. Because I almost totally forgot about that, and it, like that that was like the line that just yeah that that, that was, makes everything click. Yeah, that that was like the line like they did in uh in WandaVision when uh when Vision is about to disappear for another for the uh, third time, I guess you could say. And it's like, oh, it's like we're saying goodbye. It's like and that stands to reason that, you know, we'll say hello again. I was like, oh. And then of course his whole line of, you know, what is grief if not love persevering? I was like, oh my God. That killed yeah, the but killer yeah, line, the killer line. Yeah. The killer line, Luca, that, that was a really great point. Devin. Thank you for bringing that up because I literally totally forgot about that. And that was, that was the one thing that it's like, it's like, okay, I'm calling it. There, that, That's when <laughs> there the tears were like, there they are. Like, right, Here I'm they gonna, come. I'm going to go cry. It's all good. I'm ugh, man. Oh man. I mean, I just loved when, when the train's leaving and, and you can see how excited Alberto is. He's like yelling and yeah. He wants his friend so to succeed yeah. in like ways that he couldn't, he totally could have went with them. But I mean, you know, he, uh, Julia's father needed help and, you know, the father only has one arm. He's, he's a big burly man, but you know, we, we all need help sometimes. He helped him quite a, uh, quite a lot as well. Yeah. He got them, got them like <laughs> hundreds of fish. Cause he knew where it, that's another thing I thought was weird. It's like, they're killing their, their own people. <laughs> Like willingly murdering thousands of their own neighbors. Hey, guy, want some fish? <laughs> I wonder if if those like smaller fish are just don't matter to the to the sea monsters. To the sea monsters, probably not. Yeah, I mean, there has to be some kind of circle of life down. down Maybe it's like ocean, ants right? for us. Like we don't care about <laughs> ants. They don't care about bluegills or something. Guppies and bluegills and. <laughs> crawfish and all that stuff because they got like thousands of them <laughs> that was insane i was like oh you sell out <laughs> but that that's a good point maybe um yeah i uh, i i was thinking i'm like okay I'm like they could definitely like kind of do like a mini series or something but i'm like not everything you know you got to keep reminding yourself not everything needs a sequel we're so conditioned that everything needs to get a sequel sequel um but i at the same time if they never explored for, explored further, 
I'd be okay with it because we saw what happened. I, I wouldn't mind more on Alberto, like an Alberto's like either just like one off, like side thing or even a spinoff to see yeah. what, what happened to him and, and what he's got going on. Yeah. It's, it's like, imagine putting that, like being in the shoes, like, cause imagine how like John Krasinski and Emily Blunt thought where it's like, Oh, you're going to do a part two. And it's like, well, we don't know. And it's like, it's like, man, it's like, we totally could, but it's like, is it going to sour, you know, what we have? Um, personally, I don't think it did. I, I absolutely love the second film of part two for quiet place, but I, I could see where they're coming from. Cause it's like, man, like if you were in, you know, if, if you're like the, the director, like of, of Luca or like, you know, someone in charge for Pixar animation, it's like, okay, do we, do we make a sequel? Cause obviously there have been sequels of Pixar movies, but the really good thing about Pixar movies at the same time is that a lot of them are one-offs and that's what makes them so good. Yeah. And you can kind of just, we, we don't need another cars yeah, fiasco. Seriously. I mean, tour story, regardless of what people think of tour story Four, I thought it was a really nice epilogue. Like, yes, they could have stopped at three, but I think the way that they told four was good. Um, aside from a few issues, obviously, like I kind of didn't really like how they made buzz like this idiot kind of character, but regardless, you know, it was more, of Woody's realization or whatever, but yeah, I, I see what you mean. Um, Cause yeah, back, this- back, just think about that cat as the, uh, the running joke throughout. <laughs> Actually, I think I got pretty tired of the Vespa joke cause they did it like a lot, a yeah. lot with the cat kept coming back. And I thought that was funny. <laughs> the cat was like, <laughs> had that, he, that cat could smell them from a mile away. Really? He was like, I got my eyes on you. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. It, it was like, out of all the characters, the cat and Julia's dad were most suspicious. But it's like, I wonder what the, the story would have been like if they didn't, like, like oh, if if they had found out because obviously you, you see that you know Luca turns on Alberto when he's like sea monster, sea monster. Oh yeah, that was heartbreaking too. Yeah, and then Julia finds out about obviously Alberto and then she finds out about Luca, but she doesn't mind as much as Luca. But then it's kind of like a realization where Luca's like, Oh, she's going to find out the sea monster. And you know, everyone's going to like hunt me down and like kill me or something. But it's like, I think it was more shocked that Julia just didn't care, but it's like, it was weird because she was afraid with Alberto. But then when it happened with Luca, it was kind of just like a, she kind of just passed it off. So it was like, was she just more surprised? That Alberto was a sea monster, or maybe I'm reading too much into it. But I don't know. What do you, what do you think? Well, guys, we'll, we'll wrap up here too soon because I didn't. We're 47, 46 yeah, minutes in. Oh my god, we're going in. We're almost getting to the runtime of the actual movie. <laughs> well, halfway yeah. there. Half. Seriously. <laughs> well, yeah. Any thoughts on that, really quick, before we uh, close out? Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay. Yeah, maybe it's just something I was just overthinking. But um, all right, so let's give our scores really quick um, before we uh, uh, say our goodbyes or a little wrap up. So, Devin, I'm, I'm thinking later on we should add like a new rank to our rating scale. You go, so I feel like, you know, A, B, C, D, F, if you want to, but above the A, we get the S rank. S tier. The S tier. The S tier is like, Obviously, every movie has issues, but it's like it's one of those movies where it's like, okay, this this is 
like a classic. This is one I will, you know, rewatch on multiple occasions. But we, well, that that's like something we need to save for special occasions where it's like, okay, yeah, like this movie, absolutely, like 100%. Like I just absolutely love like no questions asked kind of thing. But I don't know. We'll, we'll work it out. But as yeah. for now, we'll, we'll take out the S rank because I don't think this is not an S rank movie. This is not an S tier film. But Devin, what is your ranking of Luca? Uh, like I mentioned before, I, I was a little worried the first first half or so of the movie, um, but then once that ending hits, it just just all feels right. It shot it up to like a, a B plus to me. Okay, like, a, like an eighty eight. Yeah, is super solid, but yeah. not not the top of Pixar. I would actually agree with you right there because I am actually also sitting at a B plus um, on Letterboxd. I gave it four out of five stars, which is where I feel like exactly where it needs to be. Um, and like Devin said, you know, it's it's not the cream of the crop. It is a really good film. And I think that everyone should go watch this, especially for, you know, it's summertime. It But the, the main thing, not even like... <clears throat> Like the uh, the issue with like Alberto's father is that this should have been in theaters like one hundred percent, and I I feel bad for you know the the team over at Pixar worked so hard for this, and it's like I this would have been amazing to see in the theater, and like you know, there there are some movies quite frankly where I think you can just skip the theater experience and just watch it at home. That's what I did with for the Conjuring three. Uh, the devil made me do it or yeah, the conjuring, the devil made me do it. And I was, I, I felt like I wasn't missing out on anything like in the Heights. Absolutely. You need to see it in theaters for a quiet place. Part two, 100% you need to see it, see it in theaters. Unfortunately, you know, Disney did not give consumers the option to choose. And I really wish they would have, because I would have saw it like 100%. Like it's, 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 it's good. Yeah. It's so vibrant. Yeah. Like I, I would be sitting at 88, which would be B plus four, four out of five stars on letterbox. And that's pretty much it, man. Like it, it was, it was a good film. Like, you know, it, it hits, it, it did what it needed to do at the end of the day. So, and that's all there is to say about that. So before we close out here, uh, of course, Devin, thank you always for coming on. You know, we, we like to talk shop about movies and TV shows here. Uh, sometimes video games, but we're trying, we're doing a little more of a different outlet for that nowadays. So, you know, we're all pure film and TV and Hollywood news over here. The, the, the juices are flowing. We're, we're, we're insiders. Not really, but <laughs> we do get, we, we are stupid. Estupido. <laughs> Silencio Bruno. <laughs> we are paid by HBO max and Disney, <laughs> but, um, yeah, just a few quick little notes of what's coming up here on the podcast. Um, of course, if you're listening to this now, go listen to our our Loki episode two review because uh, that'll also be up by the time this is released. And I believe uh, this coming up weekend, I think on Friday. So this is dropping on Friday. <laughs> I think um, uh, Leo over at Geekly Goods and I are going to be uh, reviewing iCarly, the revival. First three. How many? Episodes. How many? I was going to say how many episodes are they dropping? Three, and then there's ten more after. So like thirteen, yeah, thirteen total. So three on Friday, and then uh, weekly after that. I have to. I have to get in on that. Oh, okay. All right. All right. We got Devin coming in. I'm very, very I, excited. I'm also seeing a uh, Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard on 
tomorrow. I got a screening for that. Well, I got invited to one and then I totally forgot about it. And I was like, oh yeah, maybe I, there might be, there, there wasn't any spots left. And I was like, oh, I, I don't have a desire to watch that movie, but I, I probably will. Because I mean, at this point, Ryan Reynolds is just must watch. Yeah, I was gonna say, if anything, it's gonna be for Ryan Reynolds. Like, if if I do end up watching it, because I also need to catch. I have to catch up on so much stuff, man. I've been playing Ratchet and Clank. I've been covering all this news for E3, which was, um, for the most part. But, <laughs> uh, so yeah. So next week, uh, of course, uh, we have our Loki episode three reviews or Loki reviews are gonna be dropping every single uh, Wednesday for all you folks out there. Um, again, you know, we have our, our Kylie revival episode one through three review, review on the pod. And also when's uh, that happening Friday at five thirty central, actually I have Friday off, which is very nice. You and Leo both have Friday off. Hmm. Like Juneteenth, Juneteenth. Yeah. Juneteenth, Juneteenth. Um, so yeah, we're going to be doing that also um, for our uh, for the other podcasts that we uh, started up. Uh, critics play games. Uh, we have been doing a lot of E three coverage on there as well. Uh, we have three three episodes up already. Uh, we have one covering like our E three predictions, and then we kind of jumbled a few together. We did like Ubisoft and Gearbox for one day, and then we did Microsoft and who else was on Microsoft today? I uh, can't remember. Oh, Square Enix. That's right. And then we're going to be talking about Nintendo Direct that happened. Uh, we're not going to talk about Capcom because I don't know why Capcom came to E3. I don't know why they did. I'm sorry. But I, from a business standpoint, I understand it. But at the same time, wow. Um, <laughs> so we're also going to be recording our uh, Nintendo Direct E3 uh, recap reactions about that. So that's going to be a separate episode on a separate podcast again that's critics play games you can follow us over at critics play pod for that uh for all the announcements over there um so that's pretty much it and also for our review our our main podcast here film optics leave us a five-star rating and review on apple podcast or on the platform of your choosing um you know we're just trying to get the word out there we want to <laughs> we want to uh you know bring, bring you guys the best content that we can um you know so it's it's been a crazy wild ride you know every, with with new year new years come new i don't know challenges whatnot you know we try to we try to keep up and up a little bit around here up and up or evolve if you will anyway i'm rambling so uh let me close out here <laughs> And that's a wrap for today, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. And make sure to check out the other shows over on musiccitydriving.com and subscribe to our show so you never, ever, ever miss an episode. That was Devin. My name is Christian, and we'll see you guys in the next one. Peace. Silencio Bruno. Estupido. <laughs>